Silverback strength philosophy. I hope every we're laughing because we fuck up this three times now, but we've got the introduction right this time. My name's Alec. I did fuck it up three times, but the third time, it's okay. My name's Alec. You are. I'm Sam of Gator Boy, (laughs) and we are on Zoom once again because apparently I have cooties and. Gator Boy isn't as tough as he thought he was and doesn't want to take on COVID, which can't blame him because I've been using snus pouches like no other because there's no flavor and it's a great mind buzz and I can't taste them and I usually don't like them. Yeah, when I had it uh, like a year ago, I could literally only taste pickles. Like it was still super muted, but I could taste pickles. So I just threw that shit on everything. It didn't matter what it was. It was just like, here's a flavor. <laughs> I am starting to get uh, the flavor of like salt and vinegar chips back, but yeah. I have both salt and vinegar and barbecue. And it's been a real issue because I can put, or I can close my eyes, reach in a bag and not tell exactly what flavor it is at all. Yeah, it's kind of, and it's a weird situation. <laughs> it is and the honestly the physical is not what's getting me tyler if you haven't heard our buddy well everybody our buddy tyler we won't name his last name because he's a professional and he has a real job and can get fired and stuff so anything we say can and will be used against him um probably not but he did get his shot he got the stick and he was telling me that he's kind of dealing with like he wears a whoop just like i do and he's been dealing with issues of high recovery, but like matching his strain by just going on a walk up and down stairs and then doing some dishes. How long so, ago did he get it? I think recently. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to him too much. It was through text. And he said that he is dealing with something such as like just he's not recovering. He's not able to work out. He's out of breath. So yeah. I uh, I got the Johnson Johnson one. That was sick as shit for like three or four days. Like, way sicker than I was with the actual disease. I got the one. I got the one pokey, and uh, it was of the Pfizer. And I honestly was just sore in the arm. Didn't have any effects, but You're Rachel weak. got both of her. Well, she got both of her shots and still ended up with COVID. We are still on the same timeline. And the thing that's really affecting me is the anxiety, depression, and the mental fog. See, I didn't have that at all. Like, it didn't fuck with my brain in any way. It was just, it was only taste and smell for me. I didn't have headaches. I didn't have any mental fog. I didn't get a sore throat. Nothing like no sinus problems. Yeah. (laughs) Lucky you. That's exactly what I'm dealing with, though. And 
some people say it goes away, you know, I don't know. They, they honestly have said it goes away in a couple months. Some say it goes away right after you clear up the sinus and it clears your system in two weeks, 10 days, seven days, 14 days. I, whatever day it is, I think they just make up the number. It's the fifth. So I think it's five days now. <laughs> um, have you been like actually sick at all? Or is it just the taste, smell, and brain stuff? Uh, not too much, honestly. It's been more sinus, a little bit of headaches and head pressure, which is part of the brain fog. But I already deal with sinus, and that was coming back from Portland where there was no humidity, no real it, – it was nice out there. So coming back from that and then – immediately getting sick it's hard to tell if it was like sinus and covid or just is probably a combination of the both yeah probably i mean honestly i wake up some mornings and i'm like i can't breathe at all and i take an allergy pill and it's good I'm like am i sick i'm like oh no you just have allergies i have weak blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway have you been like doing anything this week or just chilling inside I have been quarantined. That's exactly what I got. I got a letter over there on my desk that says from the government saying this is what you can and cannot do and fuck off until this date, <laughs> which my date was yesterday. But yeah, a little bit of a little bit annoying that they sent me a letter saying that, which on the last day of my quarantine I received and I was like, this is useless. <laughs> uh, Classic government. So of course but i've been going on walks so i have been going outside with rachel going on walks i've been trying to get as much sunlight as i possibly can i also have a lot of equipment at home to where i was following my programming still figuring out ways the heaviest i can row is 60 pounds by stacking to a 30 on top of the 30 i figured that out yeah the big most i can no you have to balance so as you're uh, rowing the 30s on top and you just make sure you don't fucking drop it and <laughs> row, yeah so as well as with the deadlift and with the kettlebells i have each a chain that i wrapped around and a carabiner that worked perfectly mm -hmm. and i attached the kettlebells around my waist as well as held them in my hand so i could work my way up to 130 pounds it's it's a little bit of a jimmy rig situation but you know rachel rachel was impressed and told me i should stop and recover and i said fuck off because this is this is how you beat covid kick it in the dick work out get sunlight take your vitamins i'm fine like i said i'm recovering fine today's the best day i've had i'm tired i wish my hrv was a little higher but yeah yeah but with any sickness the HRV is going to be low. The recovery is not going to be as good because your body's busy doing stuff, trying to deal. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I've been doing a ton of shit in the past week. I've been places. I've been talking to people. Uh, it's been. Tell me about it. Who'd you talk to? Where'd you go? Uh, mostly, mostly the gym. I've been. <laughs> um, basically, all I've been doing is uh, getting back in the gym and training and lifting after my fight uh my shin area isn't messed up anymore so i can do basically whatever because i can balance on my leg without compensating too far to the other side i uh, didn't know it was messed up in the first place oh yeah it was i uh i hard checked him twice and 
it hurts. <laughs> like, <laughs> after the fight, I get up and uh, I'm like wobbly, and it's not because like of any head damage. It's just because I realized the uh, shit. I can't stand on my right leg right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just hit like that up. time that I kicked you in the thigh, and you were just like, "I got this." Yeah, that was like six in a row. This was worse though, because it. I know. But at the same time, you just took it, and then the next day, or like a couple hours later, you're like, oh. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to prove a point. I was like, I'm going to take as many as he throws, and it backfired pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I've started working with Jeremy, my coach, again, because uh, he's preparing for another title fight. He's going after the B2 um, 125 belt. And he's fighting a guy who's primarily a wrestler. Um, in his last fight, like, he shot instantly in all five rounds. Um, so we have to change up some of Jeremy's programming because we knew the last fight the guy probably wasn't going to shoot on him because uh, he wasn't as good on the ground as Jeremy is, who's a black belt. Um, so with this fight, we're going to do a lot more wrestling-based uh, endurance, back shit, you know, uh, just, hey, can you maintain, like, intense strain for 25 minutes, possibly? Because, uh, you know, if we're I talking to wrestle. What? I want to come wrestle. Like, if we are strictly you- wrestling, I will for sure wrestle. If I know Jeremy's not going to rip my head off, then oh, cool. He might rip your head off. That's fine. It's but he's not beating me in wrestling. He's going to sub you. <laughs> That's the thing. He can't just go into subs. I need to know that he's going to base out like a wrestler. Oh, he's not going to base out like a wrestler. <laughs> Dude, the first time I did like a straight wrestling practice, it was me and my buddy Jake, and we're there. And both of us are MMA guys and jiu-jitsu guys. And we, you know, would turn and instantly like shoot down the turtle super tight. You know, like elbows tight to knees, everything, no holes in the back. And the wrestling coach was just like, stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing that shit. And I'm like, I don't know how else to do this. He was like, you want to look like a pyramid? And I'm like, that, that can't be right. <laughs> I'm going to get my back taken. I, I, I know. It's a very different – we used to warm up for 15 minutes by doing circles. So where you push the head yeah. and then you circle behind. But in wrestling – you just spin for 15 minutes. And so you're circling constantly and learning how to trap the elbow, get the neck, yeah. go to the other side, reverse, reverse, back and forth. Now, I was 170 pounds. The next weight that someone was, was 265 pounds. And they weren't going to put them with poor old Tyler, who was also about 160 pounds, but was obvious obviously you can see today the difference between what that means he's still kind of the same body type and my body type shifted from a little fat pudge to like now i've got you know some abs and muscle at 170 so we see what work does anyway so they put the guy who was also fat and pudgy at 265 with the fat and pudgy 170 and he spun on me for 15 minutes now he gets tired after five and if you put your knees on the ground the rule was that you time started over so this 15 minutes became like 22 23 25 minutes 
and just I'm based the entire time. Do you understand how oh, how yeah. bad my back is till this day of just from isometrically holding 265 pounds of a man spinning on you who then thinks it's funny to push your head down harder every spin. He's like, Hoo! Hoo! yeah, fucking hey, sucks. Wrestling's all about being kind of an asshole to your partner. It is. It is. Um, but aside aside from the beginning, the new fight camp with Jeremy, uh, I've been focusing a lot as well on um, making new products for the fall season for my uh, apparel uh, company, which I have not once talked about on here yet. <laughs> uh, What's it called? It's called Live Forever, Die Whenever. Uh, it's basically... Where did it come from? Hang on. <laughs> it's basically... <laughs> a, uh, it's an apparel company that focuses on gym, uh, combat sports, so MMA, etc., cetera, uh, jiu-jitsu, um, and also has some lifestyle products, so just you know, regular T-shirts, hats, um, and essentially were somewhat in the vein of uh, kind of like neo-Western designs, uh, so... We have a lot of skulls, a lot of cowboy stuff, longhorns, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but we got a website, uh, which I'll put in the description of this show. It's also on my Instagram page. Um, and in all honesty, I think the name Live Forever, Die Whenever came from a mushroom trip that I was on one time. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't. Fair know. enough. I was like, hey, that's a good name. Um and then that's what I ran with. So uh-huh. I've been designing long sleeve shirts, hoodies, joggers, you know, that kind of stuff. Trying to figure out what looks cool. Basically asking Hannah, like, hey, is this good? And she goes, no. <laughs> and I go, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she fixes it. Um, but I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, this weekend, we're going to, me and Hannah are going to Louisville for her birthday and our anniversary. Nice. Uh, we're going tomorrow that'll be fun we're gonna to go to the muhammad ali uh museum i remember when you met hannah do we want to tell listeners how you met hannah well not necessarily how you met hannah but the situation we were in and living in your grandfather in a retirement community <laughs> yeah in <moved> ohio <laughs> <laughs> that was very uppity it's a very uppity area that we shouldn't have been living in it's too post-college grads that are in this uppity fucking retirement community and we are getting blasted off of whippets like steve-o in his old days and my god it was one of the funnest times but also <laughs> one of the most depressing times because our whippet container broke right away like maybe yeah maybe 12 in maybe we had 12 <laughs> whippets to our name and we were just getting the addiction started. And then all of a sudden, our addiction stopped because the source, the crack pipe of what crack would be, the whippet container, the spritzer, the aerosolizer. The whipped cream or, canister. <laughs> yes, but you can get at any natural food store. Go get your whipped cream canister now. And some whippets. You can order them on Amazon. Honestly, it's a very cheap habit to sustain. Very legal. But you should not do it, kids. It's probably good that just it just say no. It is a great <laughs> thing. And then he met Hannah, and she was like, "This is you are a great guy." And little does she know, 
that a day prior, we were about to fuck our lives up. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, everything happens for a reason. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's basically what I've been up to. Normal shit, honestly. Uh, stuff just keeps going in cycles of what I got to focus on, what I got to do with different clients, what I got to do for myself. Um, you know, um, probably Push anybody down, make fun of anybody. Are you interesting in any other way? Do you like to drink? Do you like to smoke? Do you put no. things up your butt? Do you put up things other people's butts? Like, what do you do, Sam? Let's talk. <laughs> uh, no, basically, like, I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna look at fighting again uh, in the fall, so October, November, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll fight so you. No, you won't. <laughs> you won't go to 135. So I just. <laughs> Told you, we'll bulk you up. 155. I'll meet you. I just want to, you know, fix a couple things um, from my last fight that, you know, you learn lessons. You get a lot better in competition. It's like doing, you know, 50 fucking training sessions. You know, you're like, oh, this works. This doesn't work really fast. (laughs) Um, or you see holes in your game. You see places you could have exploited the other person but didn't. And hopefully you won't do it again next time. Yeah, hopefully. But, or you might. And learn again. Or that's, at that point, you're not learning. That's, yeah, that's insanity. Doing the same bullshit over and over and expecting it to work. Yes. Or just being average. And not being able to progress. I don't know. But sometimes you get to a point where in fighting where you're just like, I, I can't throw my leg. Like you're telling me to, I know you want me to move my weight and step backwards at this exact moment, but I don't know how I can fucking pivot and just pick up my leg and step backwards. Like you want me to. Oh, there was a point in uh, the fight that like, I vividly remember uh, Jeremy and Joey, two cornermen, telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, that's a good idea. I should definitely do that. I'm not gonna, <laughs> but I should. <laughs> and then I remember apologizing to them in my head, just being like, sorry, not going straight one twos down the middle for some fucking reason. Yeah. It's like spilling Coca Cola on the fucking B button, and then you go to press in Mortal Kombat, and it's like, that's not, we're not throwing punches today. They were like, just one two down the middle, one two down the middle. And I was like, yep, that would, that would seemingly work. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. You look good for pictures from Louisville, though. It looks like your eye healed up pretty well. Oh, yeah, dude. It took like a week and everything was back to normal. Mm-hmm. The cut was fine. The, you know, under the eye stuff was fine. We're good. Uh, but anyway, let's get into some questions. We got. All right. Three questions. Here we go, people. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to go to the next part, and you're going to hear our ad that we're going to insert right here. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And this is where you're going to cut it. So we're going to cut it here again, obviously. And then we'll do an ad, which we'll just make up right here. What do you want to do an ad for? Let's do an ad for... um, Let's do an ad for Zoom. All right, everybody, this is an ad for Zoom and Zoom Mobile. We're brought to you by Zoom today, and it's great service, and the quality connection it gives, and the 
unlimited bandwidth that you receive. There's no cutouts. There's unlimited messaging. (laughs) Yes, provided. I'm sorry. I read it wrong. They emailed me a script and I'm just going off the rocker. I'm just saying what I think about Zoom right now. And it's the best company that I think you can sign up for. Everybody should go from their basic account, sign up for premium right now. You can go into your Apple's iTunes account and just subscribe, give them all your money. And trust me, it's worth it. If you have not, if you're on Obamacare, like I am, if you, if you need to support yourself financially with Medicaid, if you have if you're underwater with bills, then you need to sign up for a Zoom premium so that you can talk to your family members and your friends when you want to and with the quality connection that you deserve. Zoom and Zoom Mobile, sign up today. All right, everybody, we're here for the questions. And our first question that was sent in this week is, how exactly do, why exactly am I feeling back pain and how do I go about assessing and fixing it? So, Sam, do you want to start out at all? Well, I'll let you take a lot of this because I know you've been focusing on this uh, with your clients recently. Um, But basically, one of the main issues that I see in athletes that I work with is that their back pain, if they have back pain, either comes from a uh, bottom-up situation where they're, you know, ankles, feet, knees are causing the problem, uh, or they have literal like lower back deficiencies in strength, where like their front part of their core might be super solid, but for some reason the uh, you know lower back into the top of the glutes isn't working correctly, isn't taking enough of the load, uh, so simply it just hurts. Um, one of the ways that I kind of combat these two things is with balance training, um, strengthening people's feet and ankles and knees, doing certain uh, kind of specific and odd exercises. Uh, I'm a very big fan of balance pipes. Uh, If you want to know a lot more about balance pipes, look up Speed of Sport uh, or Nick Curson. That's the trainer behind Speed of Sport. Um, he does a lot with balance pipes. Essentially, it's like two four-inch PVC pipes that you can stand on up on your toes and manipulate your body over them in different ways. Um, This will work all the little connector muscles in your feet, your ankles, uh, even up and through your hips and into your lower back. Um, One of the reasons that I like balance pipes for athletes is because sports are not played with flat feet, especially like combat sports you're often you know on the forefoot on the toes with the big toe and the little toe being your points of balance so if you can strengthen your whole kinetic chain from those two points of balance you're going to feel a lot stronger and more stable and you don't have to compensate as much with the rest of your body if those are the foundation there is solid um i also do a lot of uh, knee over toe exercises for people and classically these things are seen as bad because you're not supposed to bring your knees over your toes when you squat Mm -hmm. that's what people tell you however you're not check out the knees over toes guy on instagram everybody (laughs) um i'm gonna bring him up in a second too um but basically if if you bring your knees over your toes while you're squatting with a lot of weight of course, you're going to get an injury if you have not trained 
that movement pattern. You know, you can't just jump into doing certain movement patterns heavy. Like I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to deadlift, you know, 350 if I haven't been working up to hit high uh, weight deadlifts. Have to own the movement. You have to know what you're doing. Your body has to understand it, you know. So we train, you know, different split squats, different um, like, you know, squats where you're up on your toes. Again, this is a running theme, leaning back and uh, pushing your knees way over your toes. Um, and a lot of this happens with no weight, especially at the beginning, where, you know, we're not loading the movements. We're just having the body become used to having your knees over your toes. And in the context of, you know, mixed martial arts, wrestling and jujitsu, that's something that will happen a decent amount. You know, mm -hmm. if you're taking like a wrestling shot, often your knees dropping, the front knees dropping directly over your toe. You know, perfect shot is exactly that ideally unless you're going into mm -hmm. a body lock but that's not a shot <laughs> uh if you're mm -hmm. taking a shot your knee's going over your toe uh, yeah yeah if you don't ever train your knee to go over your toe then you expect to be able to generate power over and over and over while doing a movement that brings your knee over your toe you're either not going to optimize your shot or you're going to end up hurt because it's the only time you do it. The only time you ever do that movement is when you have to do it with power and against something that is bringing force back on you. So that's a very complicated movement. You know, that's not something you should just jump into. That's like, we're going to do plyometrics and you haven't been to the gym in 10 years. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. um, now, how does this relate to lower back? Again, bottom up. If your legs you know, ankles, feet, knees uh, aren't solid, can't take on load, can't function correctly, a lot of the times your lower back is going to compensate for it. You know, it's going to, your hips are going to sit weird over your legs. One side's going to be higher than the other, which is going to bring everything out of alignment. Uh, and the lower back, as I'm sure you're going to get into, is a complicated area because of how many muscle groups kind of meet there. Mm -hmm. you know, it's yeah. No, I break it down. So you have to assess it. And the way I break it down for my clients, and I just came out with a guide. So if everybody is interested, comment, share, email me at gwfit35 at gmail.com. And I will make sure that you get this copy of your ebook. But it's the final solution to low back pain. And it's a complete guide on how to assess your back pain from the feet up and determine what exercises you should be doing to strengthen, repattern, and be able to regain your control of the muscles and relieve the pain. So the first part of it is to assess, and this is where everybody should start. You have to figure out if it's coming from the feet, the ankles, the, or up into the hips, and it could possibly be the lumbar. And as I explained, it's very rare that someone slipped on a banana peel, fell on their back, or someone took a bat and hit you there. It's not a direct incident that you have pain in your back. It's a result of bad movement patterns and tight muscles and things that we do every day from sitting for which causes an over anterior pelvic tilt or even having rounded shoulders. So it can from come from the ground up or it can come from the top down possibly if we are working at a desk for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, rounded shoulders, it's tight in our necks, our lats are getting tight and it can't, I've seen it happen. I'm working with a fellow now. However, we need to assess that. 
So I have a test and you go through a test and these tests are just a way for you to tell if you have full control of the movement. They're either pass or fail. If you do not have the ability to go through the full range, it is a fail and you have room to work on. So you test the feet, you test the ankles, and you test the hips as well as the lumbar spine. And if you have the mobility, determine based on where you are on that and whether you have passed or failed is now where you go to the next step and you design your program from there. Now your program is going to include a session that you should be doing two to three times a day. The more often you're able to include this workout or this routine and these movements, the faster you're obviously going to see your pain and your results. It's just with anything, especially when these movements are mobility-based. Mobility-based movements can be done more frequently than what you can do with foundational movements such as the squat, the deadlift. You can't just be squatting and lifting heavy every day, but you can be stretching and getting into positions every day. This is So it's different. But the first part is a repatterning movement, something similar to the test that you did so that you can see if you're getting better and also train the correct movement and the pattern going in. The next is going through an active control movement where you're going in and out of a range of motion, trying to actively go in farther than what you've done previously and bring yourself back in and out. And then lastly, you do a control movement where you're going into the movement and holding at the end range of motion so that you're building isometric strength and owning the movement pattern. Three different movements combined into a session. Now, if you failed two of these areas, such as your feet and ankles, it might be six different movements that you do and have to complete. But going through this over time, within 30 days, you're going to see significant improvements. And if you're able to incorporate this into your routine full-time as a priming exercise prior to warming up for your foundational movements, you're going to see real benefit and actually just over time reduce that pain. So, Well, one of the things that I want to reiterate that you said that I think is super important uh, is your back pain is likely not a catastrophic injury. It is likely the result of a poor movement pattern or something as simple as you sit in a chair for eight hours a day. You know, it's, it's not that you tore something, you have a bulging disc. It, it's literally, but you could, Oh, this you is can. the thing. This is what it leads to. So your movement patterns lead to bulging discs. So you might, you, your doctor might actually say you have a bulging disc. It's also something that you can correct. So we have to correct the movement patterns, the things that you're doing. Can we move to a standing desk? Can we go from sitting to standing, get more movement? I hate standing, (laughs) but yeah. So, but this is how you get cure back pain people. And if you need a copy of my ebook, it's free. You just have to email me at gwfit35. That is 35 at gmail.com or comment in the show, share, like, share. This will be posted. Just let me know but we will be moving on to our next question here. So, which is what it is. So our next question comes from a viewer and he wanted to know, how do I cut candy out of my diet? Don't. Exactly. (laughs) So it's too restrictive. Now, I don't believe in cutting anything out permanently unless it is something you're allergic to, something that you have an intolerance to, or just something that's bad for you. And even then, vices can be fun. And you can think of candy as a nutritional vice if you want to, more or less. I so, love gummy candy. 
Let me just get that out there. I love Reese's cool. Cups. They're my favorite. Any gummy. And, <laughs> yes. And now, where do we go from here? Because obviously the goal is to cut out the candy. And what they want to know is really how to mitigate your intake. And what we're going to do now is just kind of give some tips of what we do as far as to mitigate our candy intake. And what I've done personally is just not fucking buy it. It's that's not the, in the house. But that's literally yeah. it. Like, you can go through a bunch of other tips, et cetera, but, like, the basis of it is if you don't buy it, you won't eat it. Mm-hmm. It's you know, not available. You're probably not getting in the car at 9 o'clock at night and going to the store. But and if, if you are, we've got to talk. If you are – you need to hire a coach and we need to figure out what exactly is going on beyond yeah, your need for a candy. <laughs> you might need a therapist too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the other part of that for me is like, and I do this with uh, candy. I do this with other types of sweets. I do this with things like McDonald's, like fast food is if I get a craving for it, uh, I'll put like a date in my head that I can go get it. Uh, and like, if it's like a fast food thing, like McDonald's, it'll be like a month, you know, like I set different times. Cause it's like, that's like a, I should not be eating McDonald's. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I still want it a month from now. I can go get it. And then every time I go get it, I've been building it up for a month in my head. I go get it. I eat it. And I go, that wasn't that good. Mm. And then I, <laughs> you know, cause it's not as good as a month of anticipation. is. There's no way it is now. So then once you have it, you don't want it again for a while because it's kind of a letdown. It tricks your brain a little bit into being like, ah, is that really worth it? You know, and then you'll forget six months later and you'll want it again really bad. But it's not every day. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. And the other thing is like with candy, you know, I give myself on the weekends generally, there's one day where I'll be like, I'll get like ice cream. I'll get, you know, gummy bears, Sour Patch Kids, something, you know. And it'll be great. I'll love it. I'll eat it. I'll feel awesome or terrible. Uh, but I'll have had it and it'll satisfy that craving. Uh, and it's not necessarily like a cheat day because I'm not losing everything for the whole day. It's just on, you know, Sunday, I might have this. Like I might have gum. You might have to be careful though. So generally though, if you're going to do this, you're usually at the store. You're going through the checkout. So if you're going through the store and you're going through the checkout. Monday. Like, plan this shit. Don't just, like, walk mm -hmm. in there and be like, I'm going to get something. Be like, I know what I want, and I'm yep. going to get it on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> and one at a time. So when you buy your candy, you're not getting the family pack. You're getting a single serving. You're not getting the king size. You're getting the regular size candy bar. You're eating it. You're enjoying it. And do not eat it at the store because you have the opportunity to buy another one. Don't eat, eat it, it when car. you get home. <laughs> uh, like... One of the tricks I have too, honestly, is if I have, you know, candy and I'm around, I try and have it when I'm going to be around people. Uh, and this is a little fucked up of me because I can offload some of it. I won't eat the whole thing. You know, like if I have a bag of uh, Sour Patch Kids and I'm at the gym, I guarantee motherfuckers are going to be like, I want that. So you can give it to them. You're not going to eat the whole bag. You're going to look like a nice guy. Do not train with Sam, obviously, <laughs> if you're trying to lose weight because he's just going to feed you gummy bears I don't and give you a Planet Fitness <laughs> membership and load you up and make you a tubby tubby tent. Jesus Christ, Sam. People are there to change their lives and you're just, hey, 
You want some? I'm here to share. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I said it was a little fucked up of me. <laughs> uh, but, like, I'll give it to people who, like, let's say, like, they just train for an hour, and they're going to have, like, a handful of gummy bears. It's fine. Yes. They're not going like to love a gel that. pack, like a Gatorade gel pack. Yeah, it's they the work same. the same, pretty much. It's just quick, simple sugars that are processed in immediate carbs to fuel your next workout. And, like, they're in body. the middle of, like, training, you know, and yes. knowing that – interact with them in a way that it's not going to if you're sitting on your couch yep all right and our last and final question that we have this week is how do i stay motivated when i am just not feeling it from day to day so best way that we can answer this how do you stay motivated is get on a fucking program and have a fucking plan because a goal in mind a goal and have a plan because here's the thing. You're not going to be motivated all day, every day. That's a lie. Motivation Monday is a lie. I don't wake up every Monday. I can tell you from this Monday, I did not wake up on motivation Monday and then follow up on my post saying, I was like, Oh, I, you know, go kill it. Let's get it. No, that's not every day, but I have a plan and a program that I can look back to a calendar that I've set for my training protocol, a calendar that I've set for my dietary protocol. And I know exactly what I should be doing so that when I'm not motivated, I can fall back on this plan that I've set and go, Oh, okay. I might feel kind of like tired and sluggish, but I am squatting today because I haven't squatted in Oh, three days. I need to actually hit this volume for me to progress. When in actuality, if I was just going based off of how I feel, I'm not squatting ever, maybe once a month. But if you want to grow your squat and improve your legs and your muscle mass, or if you want to improve your diet, we know that consistency is the best, your best friend. You need to have a consistent plan, a consistent diet, a consistent program. And motivation's bullshit. It happens time to find time find something that motivates you find a podcast find a video find songs get something that's going to amp you up great but if that's not working you still have work to get done and honestly i think that sometimes in terms of like how you want to look at motivation i think motivation is kind of bullshit uh because that's something that can come and go it's kind of unclear uh and it's you against you. And a lot of times, like, you can give up on yourself. However, instead of motivation, try and think of finding accountability where there's another person that you have to, like, almost impress or go to the gym for. Uh, because if you don't, they're going to be disappointed. Or they're going to be like, hey, man, why? Why didn't you go do A coach. That? Yeah. A trainer. Like with my mentor, my clients that like, I don't work with every session they work out. They still have to like, tell me when they're lifting, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I still have to be informed. They have to tell me like what went well, what went, you know, not well, if they're Mm -hmm. progressing, gaining weight, like uh, gaining weight on lifts or whatever the goal is, but they're still accountable to me. You know, they tell me their goal at the beginning of the month or the phase. Uh, I come up with a plan for them. And then I hold them accountable to that plan so that motivation doesn't even come into play. Because I don't give a shit if they're motivated or not. You know, unless they're injured or sick or, you know, there's like some kind of life event 
wedding mm-hmm. whatever, uh, on the day they're supposed to lift, they should really be there. Yep. No, <laughs> like uh, there's no reason if nothing has gone on, nothing's changing your everyday schedule to be like, I don't feel motivated, but that will happen to people. So instead of motivation, think about it with accountability. How can you find ways to hold yourself accountable with other people? And again, so that, yeah. So hold yourself accountable, find a community that's going to hold you accountable. And whether that community is built through a coach and their community and the community that we have here at vision, or if you come into my community with the halo fat assault system or at my fitness suites, if you have a community like that, and then you also then need to have account or can accountability then leads to consistency as well. The more consistent you are, the community that's holding you accountable and creating that consistency is going to allow you to see your results. And that's typically what people are lacking. They're inconsistent with their effort. They don't give consistent effort. When you see someone that's jacked and ripped, when you see someone that's lost a lot of weight, it's probably because they deserve it. It's probably not because they got bariatric surgery. It's probably not because they have these insta thought and they got surgery. No, they probably worked hard. Not everybody, because this is the age where we do have that. But a lot of people, there is a lot of effort and effort is not equal. People do not put out the equal amount of effort. And that's what determines how much you're going to see your results. (laughs) Uh, With, you know, vision. Awesome. Sam lives in the Bronx. So we're going to hopefully hear some gunshots here soon. It's like a fire station. You'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, uh, But anyway, um, in terms of, you know, consistent Uh spaghettios you froze yeah you froze too but the volume's still working (laughs) zoom get zoom uh (laughs) Uh oh spaghettios in terms of motivation uh not motivation i'm sorry consistency and accountability if you're in a community that community will grow as you grow and as other people grow you know you can see there's certain days uh where I'll be at the gym. Am I still visible to you? Okay. It's cutting in and out now. This is great. You're talking. There's no. There you are. Okay. We're back. Oh, there you are. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Okay. Well, good thing we ended where we were. You're going to have to just edit that out. Sorry, people. We had a connection issue. This is why we don't fucking zoom. We're going to be back in person next week after Sam's back from Louisville. Thank you for sending in questions. If you want to send in more, please go to our social media on Instagram at yoked underscore thoughts and at Gatorboy underscore 66. Yes. Follow us, like, and follow us, please. It really helps us out. It helps our ratings. It helps get the word out there. If you have questions, send them in. If you need the copy of my final solution to low back pain, please reach out to me on Instagram, again, at yoked underscore thoughts, or you can email me at gwfit35 at gmail.com. And until next week, people, thank you for listening. We will talk to you Zoom. Remember, Zoom, I... Yeah, Freudian slip. Sorry. If you liked our episode, please like, share, subscribe. And remember, subscribe to Zoom Premium because you're you're really missing out if you're not. And you can tell by all our fucking edits. It fucking sucks. Don't subscribe. Save your lives. We'll see you next week.
Yeah, uh, that's it. Follow us on Instagram to get updates. Cool. <laughs>